Vasudeva Dharma talk is a, um, <clears throat> a well-known Zen saying, which I'm sure that you've come across in your readings, which is, if you meet the Buddha on the road, you kill the Buddha. If you meet Bodhidharma, you kill Bodhidharma. If you meet the patriarchs, you kill the patriarchs. And if there are any Zen matriarchs, we could include them as well. Uh Off with their heads, all of them. Um, Also, the Buddha himself apparently said that don't believe something just because an authority tells you that it's right. Don't believe anything just because it's written in a sutra or anything that I tell you. It's the, the, the way of Dharma practice, as it was originally intended, is that here are the tools and here's the compass, you know, on the map and so on. Find your way over, over the terrain. Here are the skills. Go out and use them. Look into the present moment yourself. Inquire into it. Inquire into the nature of life. Mm-hmm. Inquire into what makes you suffer. Find out for yourself that's the best way. But here are the skills to go off and do it. Um, but the spirit of that gets lost along the way. And hence we have that saying, meet the Buddha on the road, you kill the Buddha. As I was reflecting on this talk, I was uh, thinking back to um, how I was as a young man in my 20s when I was a university student. And I, I did a double major in philosophy and psychology. I really just did the psychology because it was a bread and butter um, kind of uh, occupation. But my real interest was in philosophy. And uh, in the type of um, training I went through, uh, we were really encouraged to critique everything that we came across. So it was that kind, same kind of spirit. Don't take anything for granted at all. And um, it, met, it sort of was consistent with my own kind of spirit at that time, of really questioning everything. And when I look back on that time in my life, it was a kind of very in, intense time and very interesting time and a very painful time all, all in one. Um, I was kind of really letting go of everything that I'd been taught to believe or consciously or unconsciously picked up and really questioning at all. And um, I remember uh, that when I used to go to to public talks or to lectures at all, um, despite being a shy person in some ways, I wasn't in others. And uh, I was very very sort of challenging and outspoken, you know, if I went to public talks, if I thought someone was talking about a crap, I'd, I'd kind of try and find the flaw in their argument, you know, the contradictions and challenge them on it and ask them a question that they found very difficult to answer. Um, and so it was, when I think back on that time, um, I think in part it was motivated by just genuine um, truth-seeking But if I reflect back on it too, there was a kind of um, anger in the way that I did it. And where there's anger, there's often fear. And I think that um, maybe part of that motivation was that I had some kind of fear of authority or being, uh, or of um, conformity or whatever. Um, And uh, and the anger that, part of the anger that came through in that approach was, was based on a fear. 
But nevertheless, our motives are never totally pure or impure. And I think a lot of it was also motivated just simply by a desire to, to find the truth in things. Mm-hmm. And we're all like that. We all have kind of mixed motives. <clears throat> we could apply this same principle to many different areas, not just to Buddhism. Um, I remember um, years ago, uh, some of you may remember um, Prakanti Palo. Was the name familiar to you? He was Prakanti Palo. He was an Englishman who was a Theravada monk who began Wat Buddha Dharma outside of Sydney. And uh, once he was interviewed by a newspaper around Christmas time as to what um, Buddhists thought of Christianity and, and Christmas, and he replied, when you meet the baby Jesus, you kill the baby Jesus. <laughs> I really admired his courage. <laughs> Didn't think his public relations skills were all that good, but <laughs> don't know what the Christians made of it. Probably thought Buddhists eat their babies or something, I don't know. But anyway, it was in the same spirit and it was a wonderful line. <laughs> but we could apply it to a lot of different things. You know, things that we take for granted where we assume something's just true because someone's told us that it's true and it breaks through a lot of kind of Morky kind of sentimentalism that builds up around spirituality and healing practices and religion and philosophy and politics. Mm-hmm. Um, where we get similar kind of uh, comments too was, um, say, for example, in the comments of uh, the uh, Nietzsche, or Nietzsche, who, uh, I forget the correct pronunciation, you did your. PhD on things. Yeah, just here. Oh, right. And uh, who pronounced that God is dead. Mm-hmm. Mm. Similar kind of comment coming from Western culture mm, of challenging old beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, when we examine this, though, and it, this, this comment or this, this saying, you know, when you meet the Buddha on the road, you kill the Buddha, is very characteristic of the Zen tradition um, in that it's trying to cut away just conceptual understanding of Buddhism or philosophical, analytical understanding and to really go to the heart of the matter and to really go back to what the Buddha was originally trying to teach before all this elaborate intellectual structure was built around it. Um, so that gives then its very sort of iconoclastic nature. Um, there is also a, a well-known book which was written years ago. The title was If You Meet the, the Buddha on the Road, Kill Him, um, by Sheldon Kopp, who was a psychiatrist, I think, or anyway, psychotherapist. I think the subtitle was A Pilgrimage for Psychotherapy Patients. And uh, again, it was, on, it was a very popular book. I read it years ago and it was quite good. And it was in the spirit of um, uh, really just people learning to be themselves, you know, rather than trying to live up to some ideal of what they should be. However, 
um, we need to look at what the intention is behind killing the Buddha or killing anything. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, when I go back to my days as a philosophy student, my intention wasn't quite pure. I reflect on that. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be just motivated by a desire to destroy something. That's not, that's not the real intention of those, those words. And when you consider it too, we live um, in the West in a, uh, a cult of the individual. And the way those words can be misguided or misused is it's a kind of a, maybe a pulling down of authority. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's an inflation of the self. Mm-hmm. So if we're really true to the spirit of those words, if you're Jeff Dawson and you meet Jeff Dawson, you kill Jeff Dawson. Or if you're Mark Cole, you kill Mark Cole or Christina Jacobs. Mm -hmm. The the idea that we build up, any idea, you know, idea of authority, idea of the self, whatever it is, it's some kind of conceptual framework over the essence of experience. And it gets in the way and we become stuck on it and build it up into something more important than what it is. We worship it. We worship ourselves now instead of worshipping gods. But we still worship something. The other um, way this comment is used in Zen 2 is to support science, you know, science against religion. So you see um, essays written about how uh, using this phrase, if you meet the Buddha on the road, you kill him, is that, uh, that all religion is really just divisive. Mm-hmm. And uh, the way forward into you know, a better human life is through scientific exploration and study and so on. Um, but the same principle applies to science. There is so much scientific dogma. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we, we assumed, you know, that there's such things as atoms or bacteria or etc., etc., or neurons. But how many of us have actually seen them with our own eyes? We take it for granted that these things are true because they're scientific. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Science, as we can see, can be used for useful purposes or unuseful ones. Science put a man on the moon, built built nuclear weapons, Mm -hmm. Um, discovered um, cures for various illnesses, you know, antibiotics and so on, serums. So it can be used for some useful or not useful kind of practice. So... If you meet Albert Einstein, you kill Albert Einstein. Mm-hmm. Meet Charles Darwin, kills Charles Darwin. Mm-hmm. 